Welcome to the shit show. Hello, my squirrel friends. So today um, is a different episode. I have a friend on me with today. Uh, her name is Kate. She's also, you said Anna of the Undead, right? Yep. Okay. Because <laughs> um, I had so much fun on the episode with Chris. I wanted to keep the momentum going. So I asked Kate to come with me and deal with me. Um, uh, so today what we're going to talk about is, um, haunted places. Uh, I've actually kind of like always wanted to talk about stuff like this, uh, just because like, I actually really am obsessed with some of these places. Like there's places that I'm going to talk about today that like, I really want to go to eventually. What about you, Kate? You're telling me we're planning road trips. That's what you're telling me. Yes. Because there's some places like, but there's like one in Virginia that I want to go to and I literally could get arrested. (laughs) It's, um, that'd be a fun conversation in the jail cell. What'd you get arrested for? I wanted to see a ghost. Right. But people, so it's the abandoned, I don't know if you've heard of the abandoned Renaissance fair in Virginia. No. Okay. So like there's this you know how like the renaissance fair moves around like it's not like a constant space but this renaissance fair that was supposed to that was the idea that it would constantly be there almost like an amusement park kind of deal i i I dig that right but people kept getting hurt (laughs) and like it was it would be like strange random like really hurt like uh there was this one ride that had like those um the swings you know what i'm talking about where it, like goes around in circles oh yeah yeah um <laughs> terrifying on day. right well on one one day the chain broke on one of the swings while someone was in it of course it did like stuff like that like so they shut it down right so then people started reporting that they would like see lights on in the fair or whatever so now like it's actually monitored by police and you can get arrested if you even try to go and look at it and like and like the aerial view of it is super creepy like if you can go on google maps and like look at it from above it looks super creepy and i'm like yep that's the kind of place i want to visit and it was like (laughs) it's like 20 minutes from my mom's house so like every time i go see her i pass roundabout where it is and i'm like like I could go do that, but and then no. I would just lie. Like I'd be like, "Sorry, sir, I had to pee." And public bathrooms freaked me out, so I just started walking through the woods, and I just ha- ended up here. Totally accidental. <laughs> I think that would work. <laughs> but like, I was really bummed out because, like, I even saw like, you know, reviews online where people were like, "Yeah, you definitely will be approached by police." <laughs> Oh my god. I was like, like, damn. (laughs) To me, that's just like, all right, what are we actually hiding here? So what are we what are what are what are we what experiments are going on here that you don't want us to know about? Or like, is it really that haunted? That because I mean people have gone on, you know, since it closed down and they have gotten hurt. I haven't found anything of anyone being killed though. So it kind of makes me wonder like what Indian burial ground is it on or something? Right, exactly. Like, is it like on some like old colonial like battlefield? And like, I mean, unfortunately, living in Virginia, this place is riddled with stuff like that. Like, oh, you know, you can drive, I can drive to my Walmart and pass historical markers. We're like, this is where, you know, right. So and so died or like, it, like it, it just, it's everywhere here. So like, I, I'm like, I would have no shock if they were like yeah so like 400 people from like a colonial day died here oh, <laughs> no, yeah, well, okay. that's the real location of the missing roanoke colony there we right. go yes. figured it out i mean don't even get me started on that because like you know everyone thought that that was in like roanoke but i'm like no it's supposed to be like near the north carolina right virginia border but nobody actually knows where they ended up so it could i mean hey it's not that far they could have traveled there and died there who knows 
Well, speaking of Roanoke, I just rewatched that American Horror Story uh, episode. Man, I love that. I love that season. I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I loved that season. I love all the seasons except um, I'm not a fan of Cult. Is it Cult? I haven't seen that one yet. I'll be honest, but I've heard that that one's kind of eh. I feel like they strayed with cult. Well, and then, like, I know a lot of them, they started trying to, like, then, like, really link a lot of things together. And it's like, you know, these have been able to, like, stand on their own with, like, just same people playing different characters. You don't necessarily have to connect them all together. Like, it doesn't have to be a Conjuring universe or, like, you know, the Marvel universe or whatever. Yeah, but. that's true. Well, well, we all know that the Conjuring thing was, like, real. Right. I mean, at least all of those. You're like, <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. But, but like, like, I get what you're saying. That, like, trying to, like, I think, ugh, I don't remember all the names, but, like, trying to, I think it was, like, Apocalypse, I think was the last one. Like, trying to link yeah. that one to Murder House. I mean, that part yeah, was a lot cool. Of but, yeah. like, I actually talked about... American Horror Story on a couple episodes ago. I was talking about H.H. Holmes. Oh, yes. Because that man was a genius. Mm. Terrifying. Terrifying, but a genius. I mean, he ran international scams, but that's not the point. The, <laughs> you remember Hotel? Mm-hmm. James Patrick March. Tell me he was not based off H.H. Holmes. I'm pretty sure that they said he was, actually. Because, like... The whole, mo- the, the when, when they, as soon as I geeked out, my husband just rolled his eyes at me. But like uh, when they talked about how James Marsh built the hotel from scratch and he kept killing the developers to keep the whole map a secret. I was like, okay, Holmes, that's exactly what you did with your cat, the castle, the H.H. H. Holmes killed ran- like developers and like fired them and everything else so that there was no like one person except him that knew the entire layout of his castle. Which in itself, like, I feel like eventually somebody should have been like, yo, dude, this is weird. Or the fact that people noticed, like, the people across the street noticed that people would go in there and never come out, but no one said anything. America. Like, but he got in trouble for the scams. That's what cracks me up. I'm like, you realize he's probably responsible for at least, like, 200 people dying. No, no, no. He just scammed. (laughs) but you're catching him on okay right (laughs) well it's kind of like uh didn't al capone wasn't the thing that actually got him arrested was tax evasion yes and uh the night stalker was a speeding ticket right it's like nah mob boss kills people all the time you know illegal speakeasies nah tax evasion (laughs) yeah exactly like like and you know what that um that just blows my mind because like I want to say that things like that wouldn't happen today but there are still (laughs) killers that are missing like the Long Island killer they never found it or her (laughs) right or the Zodiac if we want to go a little farther back let's be real the Zodiac is totally Ted Cruz you what sorry the zodiac is totally ted cruz (laughs) i still remember that that was so funny i was like what even like only in america (laughs) only in america so it's funny that you mentioned al capone i'm gonna start off with that haunting area so he went to the alcatraz prison and alcatraz is considered to be one of the most haunted places in the country which I don't I mean, doubt. Asylums and prisons, man. I, I 100% believe it. And like Alcatraz, they th- they say it's like, um, you know, like uh, they hear like screaming and crying uh, and a figure of a woman and like the cell windows uh, and a, a former inmate, uh, Leon Whitey Thompson used to conduct tours in Alcatraz and then um, 
he stopped after he saw like a huge like figure in the prison and he thought it was one of his uh like an old jail buddy named johnny house personally i think that would be all it takes for me right <laughs> like if i was in prison and then they shut down the prison and i was doing tours and i saw the ghost of a dead friend from prison i'd be like you know what i think it's time for a cure change <laughs> <laughs> but 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 white people we, we always want to go and stay around and see what happens. That, that's well, our thing. I mean, I am, I, I literally did start the podcast by saying there are things that I researched I want to go see. So, I mean, I'm pretty much the stereotype. <laughs> I always like to say I wouldn't be the first one to die in a horror movie because I'd be the one to be like, oh, there's creepy things downstairs and uh, my dishes are floating. Yeah, I'm a move. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a leave. I'm good, thanks. <laughs> well, it's funny that you say that because I told my husband, I was like, if I ever get chased by an entity, at least I know I'll never run up the stairs. Right. At least we know we're going to go out the door. I can't guarantee that I won't. I will survive the attempt. But I know I won't run up the stairs. <laughs> that always cracks me up. There's an open <laughs> door to safety. I'm going to go upstairs. Yeah, and then drop from like a second or third story window. Yeah, you're like, but there was a, a door and it was open. Okay. So which, so tell me one of the ones, uh, haunted places you found. Well, since we've been talking about shows, I am almost convinced that this one that I found is, um, has something to do with um, the haunting of Bly Manor. Remember the lady in the lake, that whole thing? Yes. So there is a legend, and I'm going to totally butcher this because, <laughs> you know, it's in Gaelic, so I'm not going to be able to I'm not going to be able to pronounce it. But they're called the Hag of Bera. It's B E A R A. So I'm sure I said that completely wrong. And it actually translates to the veiled one. Hmm. And what it is, is it's the Lady of the Lake. So it's actually been written about in, like, by uh, Tennyson as well. And it's based around this home called, again, I'm going to totally butcher this, Curra Chase Forest Park in Limerick. Huh. So it's a gorgeous estate that was owned by the Hunt DeVere family for, like, 300 years. Like, until just 1957. So it's not even been that long. Heck, that was only five years after my parents were born. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, we're not, we're not going to start talking about that. Nope. Because <laughs> that tells you anything. But there's been a lot of sightings of, of around the lake of a mysterious woman. And like I said, Lord Tennyson um, actually was a friend of Sir Aubrey de Vere, who was also an Irish poet. And they said they saw the arm of a mysterious lady rising upwards from the water. So it says, on a stormy Christmas night, a grand party was being held in the house. All inside heard a cry above the storm. So, like, it's storming outside, and everybody hears this, like, cry outside. So they look out to the lake, and they see a figure of a woman, glowing red, floating above the lake with her arm outstretched towards the house. It continues to say that the storm... Or uh, during the storm, one of the limbs crashed through the house, hitting a candelabra and set the house ablaze. And she will continue to appear on Christmas Eve, always directing her attention towards the house. That's interesting. That's creepy. I know, right? But she rises out of the lake. And there's a lot of things that... So he wrote about a poem called Lady Clara Vere de Vere. And they say that it represents his close ties to the DeVere family, but also highlights his disdain for Lady Clara's snobbery and airs. Even though they didn't, there wasn't a Lady Clara at all, there did exist earlier maps of the estate, a small island in the lake on below the house called Lady's Island. So they don't really know if that's the origin of it, but they think that it's possible that something happened on that island. And then it's been kind of pushed into 
the hag, which is a mis- uh, mythic uh, Irish goddess. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's insane. Like, there's so much, and people will be like, it's there's visions of her, and there's, you know, all sorts of old things, even from 1919. It's a poem, and it says, I'm the hag of bear, an ever new smock I used to wear. Today, such is my mean estate, I wear not even a cast-off smock. The maidens rejoice when May Day comes to them. For me, sorrow is meter. I am wretched. I am an old hack. Amen. Woe is me. Every acorn has to drop after feasting by shining candles to be in the gloom of a prayer. I had my day with kings, drinking mead and wine. Today I drink whey water among shriveled old hacks. Huh. It's crazy. Like, so it's almost as though maybe this goddess in my mind i guess this goddess might have been you know upset that she's no longer able to be you know worshiped and everything because you know christianity takes over and catholics and all the stuff and everything goes away and so i wonder if it's maybe something like that to where now she's just ticked off and attacks the house because that's where she like people used to worship her or something maybe i mean i, I... <sighs> What is it with Ireland and 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 fucking with religions that you shouldn't be fucking with? Like because 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 <laughs> everybody wants to go there and see what happens. Well, I mean, I want to go there, but not for that reason. <laughs> right. I'm over here like, no, I just want to go see all the haunted stuff and then run a little inn where I can cook and live among, you know, all the woods and stuff and maybe try not to piss off the fae here and there. Right. But like, so they ignored the old goddess and that's why she takes her revenge. At least that would be the, that would be the thing that I would think. And then I actually found one in Ireland called the Hellfire Club. And it was a hunting lodge. All I'm thinking is uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. And it just makes me happy. (laughs) What? Hellfire Club? That's what it makes you think of? Yeah. Because you know the song Hellfire that Frollo sings? Yeah, but you know what? The, see, and to me, my mind went the other in a different direction. When I saw Hellfire Club, I was like, I see it being like a gentleman's club run by like Hades. I also dig that. <laughs> but I mean, of course, it's 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 the Christian Satan that they believe is. So the Hellfire Club is a hunting lodge that was built in 1925 by William Connolly and Montpelier Hill, Ireland. See, and I'll tell you, I was supposed to do all Ireland like you, but I'm gonna be perfectly blunt. The reason why, one reason why I didn't is because I found a bunch of other ones that I thought were cool and I wanted to talk about. But two, when I saw some of the names, I was like, (laughs) I stutter saying English and I say that every day. What the fuck am I gonna do trying to read these names? Right. I can say Montpelier. I'm over here like, I'm going to butcher this and not say it right, but (laughs) we're trying. (laughs) Right. Be like, I tried. Okay. I spelled it for you. So you can yell at me later. Like, (laughs) so get this. So the, the stones of the building of the Hellfire Club are from ancient passage tombs. So like, and, and they're referring to like where people were buried. Yeah. And they said that they, it has said that this building was made with them to piss off the devil. And so there are like these tales of like animal sacrifice, black masses, um, cloven hoofed men and murder connected to this building. And like the most popular one was like of a visit by some kind of satanic creature in the form of a man who was only discovered when one of the um, men that was playing cards dropped a card and picked it up and noticed that one of the people at the table had cloven feet. Mm. And then when he looked up and went to say something, this creature disappeared in a ball of flames. (laughs) Another story. (laughs) You would think that we would learn not to piss off like, supernatural like deities but you know 
we we like to play and stuff, I guess. And then like another one was like this big black cat the size of a dog, which I believe because I have a black cat that's a uh um Maine Coon that's bigger than my smallest dog. So I can I can believe this. But apparently this big black cat killed a priest on the property. <laughs> and then they think, and this is the one that got me. I was like, oh, so the, uh, uh, they said that the most regular ghost is of this young lady who they believed was placed in a barrel, set on fire, and then rolled down a hill for fun. The one time stop, drop, and roll doesn't work. Right. <laughs> I was like, who does that for fun, though? Like, what? What I want to know, I want to talk to the guy who came up with the idea. Right. I want to be like, okay, so what were you on? <laughs> like, what was your thought process? Because I'm sure, like, you know, mob mentality is how it got carried out. But, oh, like, 100%. how did you, where did you start that that's where you ended? <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. I'm like, in my brain, I'm even trying to be like, okay, can I at least go from A to B? Like, I'm, I'm like, okay. You guys are a bunch of most likely drunken men and you see a pretty girl. You want to mess with her because she's probably spurned your advances at some point. And maybe they saw her while they were rolling themselves down the hill and they were drunk and they would see who would vomit. I don't know. Like, that's that's where I, I thought mean, it was doesn't wrong. Rolling down a hill at a barrel kind of sounds fun. It's like, you know, the original version of a slip and slide and there might be whiskey in it. That, that could be cool. Right. Like, I'm all right with that part, but I just want to know... How they got there. <laughs> yeah, I'm like getting here like doing, okay, so if you divide by weird, multiply by spooky, and <laughs> incorporate drunk, how do I get there? Can't do right. it. <laughs> and then like, so I'm going to kind of like tail it into another one. So like we were talking about like, you know, uh, Satan and Christianity and stuff. So like part of the reason, part of what I used to be a Roman Catholic. Let me start there. My family raised me to be Roman Catholic. I even went to Roman Catholic school. Like that was my life, right? But what made me start to question the whole faith, like not just Catholicism, but Christianity was like some of the things that people have done in the name of the religion, right? Oh, I know, right? So this one I found, um, which doesn't surprise me that it's in England. It's the ancient Ram Inn in Gloucestershire, England. It was built in um, 1145 and the inn was used by priests who kept slaves and workers to help them build St. Mary's Church. Um, it is situated on two ley lines um, you know which is considered to have like a lot of spiritual energy like Stonehenge. Oh yeah. Um, now <laughs> Even though it was used by priests who kept slaves, it has been reported that it is the scene of child sacrifice and devil worship. Of course it is. <laughs> and it is believed that redirecting the water to go to the ancient Ram Inn caused the portal of dark energy to open up. And then there's this room called the witch's room. And it's supposed to be haunted by a woman who was burned at the stake in the 1500s because she was accused of being a witch. So this room... Like who were like for being witches only became witches after they were burned because they were pissed. Right. But like, even, even if I played devil's advocate and I said that she was actually a witch... You motherfuckers burned this woman and then you continued to let people stay in it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and Fucking so, white people, man. There was a high priestess sitting on a bed. Like, that's a ghost that they've seen. They've seen a centurion on horseback walking through the walls. Um... Who needs doors? <laughs> right. Um, a, like a monk in one room. Uh, uh, a succubus has been spotted in another room. 
Um, now, Carolyn Humphreys, who has lived in this house for 30 years, at least, was quoted to um, saying that she used to see sights of guests fleeing of like from a little girl. Um, she's also heard like cries of children. And she's had guests leave because of sensations of being pushed down onto the bed by a male demonic presence. <laughs> and people still stay there. Like, I feel like it'd be one of those places that I'd be like, this is cool. I'm visiting here, but I'm going to stay at the inn down the street. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to like not do that. <laughs> I'm not going to sleep here. I'll come like look and check it out. But uh, no, I'm not sleeping here. That's fair. I think my daughter agrees. <laughs> um, so tell me about another interesting one that you found. Well, speaking of hell. <laughs> we somehow just keep doing this. There's a gateway to hell in Ireland. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's called the Cave of Cats. Okay, you've got my attention just um, because it said cats, but go ahead. I know, I was like, when you were talking about cat, I was like, oh, I've got cave of cats, cool. Um, so I can, there, there's actually a pronunciation for this one. And so it's actually called Owen Nagat, which kind of made me laugh because my, my eldest's name is Owen. I was like, oh, okay, Owen and the cat, cool, neat. <laughs> so apparently it's supposed to be really hard to find, which is probably a good thing. Um, but it's like in a farmer's field, like just chilling and they say it's under fairy thorn trees. So that should probably be your first sign to like, maybe go back. Cause you don't mess with fairies. Yes. But it's limestone cave. Um, but it does have a man-made entrance. Um, they say that it is seen as an official entrance to the other world and home to the Morrigan. And um, in a medieval period of Ireland, it was also labored, labeled Ireland's gateway to hell. And it's particular sacred site for um, a pagan holiday, or the pagan holiday, I should say, of Samhain, or as we've made it, Halloween. So since, as you know, people can come from the grave, walk the earth. It's when the veil is lifted and, you know, all that fun stuff. But other people have believed that the Sid... Um, from the mound of Rathkarig. Don't don't I don't know if I pronounced that right, but that's how it looks. Um, would unleash destructive creatures, and also created the like the Fae, like an emergence of the Fae, and a triple-headed monster called Ellen. Ellen. Her, her name's Ellen. Okay. And that kind of made me smile went on a rampage across the country before being killed by Amerigan, who was the father of Connell Kernak. I'm guessing that's something big in Ireland. I didn't really get to look into that too much because I knew I'd go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> right. <laughs> but there's been tales of small red birds emerging from the cave and withering every plant that they breathed on before being hunted to their death by the red branch. And also legends of herds of pigs with similar powers of decay emerging from the cave until hunted and killed so the reason it's called the cave of cats is um in reference to magical wild cats featured in the tale of brycure's feast again no idea if i said that right probably not but they emerge from the cave and attack three ulster warriors before being tamed by a hero named Kulikin. They also oh. think that it could have been named from the King of Cats, whose name was Irisan, and he's featured in Irish fairy tales and hailed from a cave near Clon McNoise. I wish I knew how to pronounce some of these because they sound they look really cool. <laughs> <laughs> like the way they're spelled is amazing, but I'm like I'm American. We well, as soon as you said the Morgan, I was like, nope. Because yep, I was like, this is this is what we don't do. It from from what I know of Norse, the Morgan is 
the war goddess, right? Yep. Yes, it is. So I'm good. You don't piss yep, off I'm anything with the war with war in its name. Like no, nope. just... I'm like, no, I'm all right. Thanks. I mean, that's like uh what is it called? Uh the three it it's in, it, it's a Christian thing. The three or the four the four horsemen. <laughs> yes. Uh while I don't necessarily believe in that faith, if 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 I found a place that were like, yeah, this is associated with one of the four horsemen, war, I'd be like, <laughs> bye. Yep. <laughs> no, thank you. I've seen supernatural. I'm good. Yeah, so the Morgan, <laughs> that's the queen of the dark fae, the goddess of the underworld of darkness and battle, who rules the world of the fae from the cave of cats. Nope. See, and you know, <laughs> here's here's my whole thing. The media has ruined the fae, in my opinion. You're because when people think of fairies, now don't get me wrong, I like the pretty fairies, right? The, the like the figurines and stuff, they're pretty. But but I've seen something on TikTok lately and I meant to make a video about it and of course I squirreled and forgot. But um it's like <laughs> this woman who's going through the steps of how to attract the fae. No. No. And invite, hold on. And not just attract them, but invite them in your home. And I'm like, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, no, you, you don't, you don't want to do that. Cause one, once you uh -uh. invite them, it's really hard to make them go away. And two, yeah. they're not these cute little pixies that sprinkle fairy dust on you and take you to Neverland. They'll fuck up your mm -hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. um, the other day we were at the park and my son found money, not once, but twice. While he was playing on the playground with his friend. And I'm over here like, okay, what, what did you meet that you made a deal with? <laughs> <laughs> well, and the thing that got me was she was like, make sure you put lots of cream in, in small bowls outside of your house. And I'm like, no. So you won't just be attracting stray cats, but you also be attracting Faye that you, because the thing is, you don't want to attract Faye if you don't know who it is and what no. they want. Because I have three dark Faye. Door. Uh, I'm good. Right, like they they might help you out, but you're gonna owe it, like the blood of your firstborn or your <laughs> right blood. i'm like, I'm like, I'm like every time i see like like someone talking about how they love the fae on tiktok i'm like uh you're like no no no, no. You, you like you like, was fae. You like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like no you like tinkerbell honey and she's right. just sad right she's like kid-friendly version of like a dark fae right and i'm like if you want if you want a good representation of like Faye, read like the old stories of Rumpelstiltskin, not like the new ones. Like the old like the like in the era of grim fairy tales. Like that's really what Faye are. Like they're not nice yeah. and they really just want something from you. Right. If they're coming to try to make a deal with you, you have something they want and I promise you're not willing to give it up. Right like the blood of your firstborn <laughs> or your firstborn in general like i you know what there's a reason <laughs> change for a thing like right no things exactly and like i feel like sometimes you know I, and this is gonna this is completely off and not off topic but it i feel like we should take off warning labels and let just shit happen you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. le 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 let's just natural selection this because like, it's people yes. like that, that like end up making bigger issues for everybody else. So like, <laughs> I want to, like, I feel like we just need year. to put up signs. No fay. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, thank you. No I'm thanks. good. I'm good. But if you want to do it, I'm not going to tell you not to. Like, I'm going to let right. you work that one out on your own. Like, I'm like, going to let you figure that out. And then when you ask me how to get rid of them, I'll be like, you don't. <laughs> right. Well, and then, like, so I'm in this witch group and, like, someone asked me to be their mentor. And I was like, sure. I was like, but you have to understand, like, my approach is very unorthodox. And 
I will teach you if you ask me, but also if I see you on the road to making a mistake, I might not warn you. <laughs> like if it's going to kill you, I'll tell you about it. I was but... like the chaos witch in me kind of wants to watch you play this out. <laughs> well, and to be honest, that's the best way to learn. <laughs> like, yeah. like people didn't believe me when I was younger about my craft or whatever. And, but I had to learn the hard way and I did, did learn the hard way. So like, I kind of feel like people need to learn that way or they're not going to learn. But then of course I see stories like this. Um, there's this, uh, I'm, see, this is what I'm going to fuck up, but I really wanted to talk about it. Poglia Island in Italy. So okay. it is off bounds to people. Start with that, because in 1348, the bubonic plague was in Venice, and so people were sent to this island to die, right? And they were burned on these huge pyres. Lovely. Yeah. And then... They also created a mental asylum in the 1800s <laughs> where people were experimented on and tortured. Of course they were, because, you know, we can't we can't just let crazy people be crazy. Well, my whole thing is I feel like when you start burning people on giant pyres like that, like you, you're kind of tainting the land, I feel like. So when like I can only imagine the dark force that went down in the mental asylum you know what i mean like oh yeah and then which honestly is why mental asylum like movies like haunting movies are like my favorite because one i love psychological but two i love how you have like everybody's like oh no that couldn't have happened i'm like actually this did happen for about 100 years and they're like what uh, like, like all yeah, the way that, in, that, and that people don't understand all the way into the 60s and 70s like this wasn't yeah. like uh you know this wasn't like one things. of those. Oh, it happened only in like medieval Britain. No, no, we were doing this until roughly the seventies here. Yes, and like so, people on the island have, of course, record reported you know voices and screams and fleeting shadows and everything else. But here's the thing that makes me want to. This is another one of those that I. One, I'm the stereotypical white girl because I'm running towards the danger, but two, because I'm probably going to get arrested trying to do it. But <laughs> so I'm just saying we gotta figure out how to do bail money. It's fine. <laughs> so people reported that they felt like an oppressive evil feeling as soon as they got to the island, right? Like it was like a wall almost. And this is the part that gets me. Allegedly, 50% of the soil on this island is human ash. Can't even clean up after ourselves. God damn. <laughs> like, well, because of the, you know, the bubonic plague, but also the asylum, they think that 50% of the soil on the island is human ash. This is why we can't have nice things. Right. <laughs> so, of course, the morbid in me is like, I want some of that soil. <laughs> like, not only are we going to, you know, create horrible atrocities, but let's legitimately consecrate the ground so anything that grows here will have like trauma just built into it. Oh, you want to pick that flower? Well, guess what? When you take that flower home, you're going to get the plague. Right. Or like your your fridge is going to try to eat you. Like Right. Like, oh. <laughs> so it got sold, right, to some dude and now it's like off bounds because of this whole like hauntings and but I was like to me the thing is he says it's cuz of the hauntings. What's actually happened is he's been overtaken by one of the um, ghosts of one of the people of the mental asylum and he's actually continuing his the research of the now dead probably murdered uh, mental asylum <laughs> like owner oh yeah Just absolutely like it's honestly that thought whole thought process is why I want to go visit um what do you call it Waverly Hills oh um that and it was featured in Supernatural <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Um, and Waverly Hills is almost 
I mean, it's not as old because, you know, the island was 1348, but the, the hospital was built in 1910 for, for TB patients, tuberculosis. And like people forget it wasn't that long ago that we had tuberculosis. It was like, um, hell, we still have it. I like when I work in, when I worked in a nursing home, I had to get TB tests all the time. I was like, God damn, stop pricking me with this crap. Yes. Well, you know, I, I work in mental health and I had just had to do the same thing. Cause they were like, Oh, it's time for your, t- your yearly TB test. And I'm like, I am not near anybody with TB, but okay. Um, but I always feel like it's like, you know what? Eventually this is just going to be positive because of how many times you put the damn thing in me. Right. But so this sanatorium was an operation until 19, the 1960s. Wow. Yeah. And they think at least 6,000 people died there. Which is why it's considered one of the most, another one of the most haunted places in the U.S. Because, like, there's so much death. They and wonder, they, they have all these spirits are so malevolent when we're killing people who just needed help because they had something that they couldn't control. Or, you know... It was like a schizophrenic patient who might already see demons, but now that they're pissed off that they're killed, the demons are real. This is this is why we can't have nice things. Yes. Well, and and the worst part about it was is like so once they tested positive for TB, they just went to this hospital. And like TB happens in stages. It's not like a immediate death type of thing. It can take you a while to die. So imagine now there's supposed to be like 40 to 50 TB patients is what the capacity is for this hospital. But as we all know, like that probably didn't happen because it immediately, you know, and there's reports that it became immediately overcrowded. Like it was like instantaneous. And they actually had to add on to the hospital three years or in in 1924. So like it became overwhelmed very quickly. So if you think about, since we talked about it already, think about asylum. Yeah. That's what it was like. Like it just overpopulated, but instead of being people that are just crazy, they're sick. And there at the time was no vaccine or cure for TB. So they just like, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, if they were that overcrowded, how quickly did they just forget forgotten about? You know? And I'm not saying it's the doctors or the staff per se, but like when, you know, you're one nurse to 200 patients. Eventually you're like, I don't know. Right. Did I give meds? <laughs> and, and what, like, how long did it take them to get discovered once they died? Right. So, like, you know, there's all these tales of, like, a little girl running up and down the, the third floor or a little boy with a leather ball or um, a hearse appearing in the back of the building. Um, there's also, like, um, a woman with bleeding wrists crying for help. And some people smell, like, cooking through the hallways. But, like the ones that I guess solidify it for me. So in 1928, there was supposed to be this head nurse that was found dead in room 502 after she allegedly committed suicide by hanging herself from an exposed pipe. But Mm. another nurse four years later was also found after jumping out of the room window. So two nurses died from the same room. Now the question is, did they actually kill themselves or were they pushed and or Yeah, well that's what I'm thinking. Were they like forced to die? Like and is it and then it makes me question, okay, so why are the ghosts so mad at medical professionals? Like what did y'all do in there? Or not do. <laughs> right, exactly. Yes. Uh it's crazy though isn't it like just sitting there just like you're like oh my god really yeah I mean but I also like 
I, it also makes me believe in it more because so, you know, I, I've met a lot of people who are very skeptical of the afterlife and like ghosts and stuff. And I'm like, I'm sorry, there's oh, sure. too much evidence to the contrary for me. Like there's too many instances where people talk about hauntings and like, I feel like we, it's so whitewashed with fake ones. That, oh like, yeah, the, it's hard to pick out the real ones but like one that I know for sure was also in a movie it was actually was a movie uh, the Winchester house mm. have you seen the movie I have not it's pretty accurate actually um, and it is actually a place you can go visit uh, it's in San Jose, California, and it was the personal residence of Sarah Winchester, who was the widow of the firearm guy, William Winchester. So, you know, like the Winchester rifle. Yeah. This, this guy created the Winchester rifle. Okay. Okay. And, and Sarah was his wife and they made this like huge Victorian mansion. Um, now it was constructed in 1886 and the property and the mansion were claimed to be haunted by those who were killed with the Winchester rifle. This is why it makes me wonder like if they're attacking nurses, what did you guys do? Because this house was completely haunted only because Sarah Winchester would say that the people that were haunting the house were killed by the rifles her husband made. Um, now there was an earthquake in 1906, um, which shortened the house because the house was seven stories high. Um, and carpenters, groundskeepers, uh, they all worked with around the clock, nonstop, 24 hours a day from 1886 until Sarah died September 5th, 1922. Wow. Um, so I, I had to look up just how many rooms. So according to this, there are roughly 161 rooms in the house. Jesus. Which include four, 40 bedrooms, two ballrooms, 47 fireplaces, 10,000 panes of glass 17 chimneys two basement levels and three elevators wow now if you look at the pictures of this house online it is gorgeous but massive <laughs> and like i guess when sarah died her niece um like got everything and it took them like four months just to clear out all of Sarah's stuff. Jeez. Like, I'm like, that is like, but you got to think she was probably like the, one of the richest people of the time. Yeah. True. Especially because like, wasn't there a war in that time space from 1886 to 1922? I think so. Y'all know all my listeners know I ain't afraid to Google on here. 1886. To 1922 war. Um. Well, that's a that's Italy. <laughs> I don't need to know about that one. See, I feel like there was something. But I oh well, there's the War of 1886. No. Right. The the Indian Wars. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Um. And her husband created the guns they were using. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know. Like, so she had to be, like, stacked. Right, seriously. I mean, I mean, I know that he died and she was alone for a really long time. So, and I want to say it was, I want to say it was from TB. I think it was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, but people used to think she was crazy. Oh, there's no way your house, but she used to put these like symbols on the doors to trap the spirits in the rooms. And I'm just like, don't do that. But how do you live there? 
That's yeah. what I want to know. Like, it, it's the same question I wish I could ask Ed and Lorraine Warren about their evidence room. Right. Like, why is it in your house? <laughs> like, madam, you sleep like 50 feet from that room, which you say has some of the most possessed items in the world. Like, how do you sleep at night? Maybe they don't. Maybe that's why she can see things. Maybe. I, I mean, like, I'm obsessed with Ed and Lorraine Warren. I will be the first person to admit it. I am. I am obsessed. Um, I, I'd love, I love researching all their stuff. Mainly because of the fact that she, well, one of the things was she was in the first Conjuring movie. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah. So if you watch the, you're going to watch it tonight. I almost guarantee it. But if you watch the movie, you know, the scene where Caroline goes to see Ed and Lorraine Warren talk. Yeah. Okay. Remember when the, well, you probably don't remember the exact scene, but the camera spins from Ed and Lorraine out to the audience and then zooms in on Carolyn. Oh, if uh -huh. you, when the camera first turns and you see a little old lady in the front row, Oh, is that Lorraine? That's Lorraine Warren. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> I I was I the first time I watched the movie, I geeked out and screamed it at my husband. And he was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Cuz like <laughs> but I love them cuz like they did they never charged anybody to help them. No one. They always got their money from doing speeches um at universities and uh entrepreneurial work they never charged anyone to help cleanse their house so that was always big kuda points to me but the fact that ed was recognized by the catholic church as a demonologist to this day it's still blows crazy. my mind yeah it's crazy like, being a former Roman Catholic, I know how they look at other people. You know what I mean? Like how harshly they judge anyone. Oh, yeah. And so for them to be like, yep, he can exercise demons. I'm like, he does the thing that, you know, no, we don't like training people to do. Right. But he but most of their exorcists are ordained. Yeah. They are in the church. They are not just a part of the community. They are in the church as bishops and priests and yada, yada, yada. He was the, he is, was and is to this day, the only unordained demonologist recognized by the Catholic church. Jeez. Like that's, that, that's crazy. And they not only accepted him, but they accepted Lorraine. Yeah. And this is the same church that used to burn people at the stake. <laughs> we're doing the same for saying, thing. yeah for saying that they could see things <laughs> like that just i'm just like wow uh, and now i just really wish that i could go see the house and like it really makes me sad that i can't because <laughs> it was a museum at one point but then lorraine yeah, died yeah and then <laughs> something else happened it was like zoning issues or something and then it closed and it's still closed. And I'm like, I think their daughter didn't want it reopened because of like people not respecting it or something, if I remember correctly. And that just makes me so sad. Which I mean is fair, you know. Oh, absolutely. People but it also makes me wonder like, so Ed and Lorraine in one of their books, did say that they had the house blessed like twice a month wasn't it right so are they still doing that right like You're if like, nobody's oh, there yeah. if nobody's there and the museum part of it is closed is that still happening like <laughs> is annabelle just like chilling like what like, what are <laughs> i feel like their daughter probably has it done well and the other thing too is like I don't know why it bothers me so much that the Annabelle movies are not correct. Like with yeah. the doll. I don't know why that bothers me so much. Probably because like the fact is that they didn't even make those type of movies until I think after Lorraine died. 
but the the doll is wrong that's what that's what gets me oh yeah it is like i don't know i think a raggedy ann would have been just as creepy right because that's what my husband said he was like no they use that kind of doll because it's creepier i'm like ah i'm sorry if i had a raggedy ann that moved around by itself and then wrote in crayon on my walls I don't think the glassy eyes would be enough would be what I needed to be creeped out by that situation. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, like, because he's like, it'd be so much creepier if the glass eyes. And I'm like, yeah, but if it moves on its own and you watch it move on its own, I don't think it fucking matters if it's Barney. It's still gonna creep you out. Yeah. So you're not right. I don't know. That's just my thought process on it. And uh, my husband's like, you're just saying that because our daughter has a raggedy Ann. I'm like, no, but that's the actual Annabelle doll, though. When I I remember when my daughter got that and I was like, "Uh, can you keep this at your house? Because like I I, one of her grandparents gave it to her. And I'm like, and I'm like, this is this is familiar. A grandparent giving someone, but it was their mom. It wasn't the grandparent. It was her mom. But an older person giving a younger person a raggedy and doll that they found at a thrift store. Like, no, no, I'm okay. <laughs> They're like, we thought she'd love this. I'm like, uh, no. You're I like, stayed yeah, at my mom's house for a really long time. I'm not even gonna lie about it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you keep forgetting it here. I'm like, ah, oh, do I? Do, do I keep forgetting? Or am I just actively leaving it here? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have been talking for an hour. So I am going to stop today. But we're going to be back because this is fun. Yes, it is. I I enjoy this. (laughs) Um, Now, you are on TikTok. Do you have any other socials? Um, I've got my Instagram and then I've got like my, obviously my Facebook. I've got like a craft page and stuff on there. What's Um, it called? The crafts, uh, confections and creativity by Kate. There you go. Okay. And then I, you know, have all my witchy pity mom stuff on Linktree. I just got my PO box because I did a poll the other day and people said I should get one. So I got one. So we're going to see. Huh? Those are always good. Well, I, I, I've had people message me about sending me stuff. And there's been a select couple that have gotten my actual address. But I'm like, now that more people are asking, I'm like, I don't want to give out my address to that many people. No, so I get you. that's why I did the poll about the P.O. box. And I was like, all right. So I did that. And um, I still would like people to buy my merch. It's just sitting there. Yeah, I was so, gonna say, don't forget to buy your merch. <laughs> <laughs> buy my merch, damn it! No, because like <laughs> I, so the Witchy Pity Mom logo specifically, not so much the podcast. Don't get me wrong, the podcast logo is my favorite, but the Witchy Pity Mom logo, fifteen percent of all the sales from that go to this pity rescue near me and like i felt kind of sad when i took them the money last time (laughs) i was like i'm sorry it's so little but here (laughs) (laughs) i mean i ended up bringing them like a bunch of old blankets and like stuff my pity doesn't like so like i was like here but like i just i don't know so uh Give me more money so I can give them money. That's all I'm saying. Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, I just have to keep showing up and not bringing them. Oh, that was so hard, too. The last time I went, I almost brought another one home with me. And my husband was like, you're not allowed to go drop off anything to them anymore by yourself. Because <laughs> I not only wanted to bring him. I took pictures of this pity. Oh, <laughs> And my husband's like, no, no, we have three dogs, four cats, and a bunny. You are not bringing another gigantic pit bull into this house. I mean, I guess I can understand that. I was like, but he's so beautiful. He's like, I don't care. I don't care. 
No. <laughs> so, I don't know. Kate, have you listened to my episodes recently? I won't be offended if you say no. Um, I have not listened to the most recent ones, but I did start at the beginning a couple days ago. Okay. So, I always end the podcast the same way. Okay. I always say, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love anybody else? Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> See, it's nice to have somebody say amen without saying to myself. So, I mean, that's fair. I get but that. It's from RuPaul's Drag Race. So I, oh. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So, but all right. I'm going to end the, the podcast and I look forward to sitting down with you again next week. Absolutely. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye.